Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. TPV Radio, Central Texas. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of the coronavirus. Wash your hands. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Cover your cough or sneeze. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects. And remember, you're safer at home. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by Live 365 and this station. This is AR Base. Keep it locked right here on TPV Radio. You're listening to the hottest, most off-controversial, off-the-meters Christian radio station in the land. In the land. The Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Are you ready to walk, family? Let us go! What's good, radio family? The Psalmist Voice Radio Network has an all-star lineup just for you. Just pick your flavor. Starting with, on Sundays, the Psalmist Voice Reloaded at 2 p.m. Central Standard Time, followed by Satellite with Michael Ceballos at 4.30 p.m. Mondays, The Grub at 12 noon. Darcy Patterson, the reality coach, at 6 p.m. Tuesdays, Victory Over the Weights of Life with Sister Deanne Labrine at 6 p.m. Fridays, Real Talk with Pastor Byron Sago at 4 p.m. Saturdays is our triple hitter, and it starts off with Saturdays for Best with Sister Lorraine Brown, followed by Brother Now Presents with Pastor Gene Homer at 4 p.m. and Lota Bar Nation with Sandra Grace at 7 p.m. The Psalmist Voice presents by appointment only, coming soon. TPV Radio open mic open to all pastors, preachers, and artists, and we're going to get it in to be announced. You can also catch us on Live 365 24-7. Just search the Thomas Voice Radio Network, and you're in there. Walk with us, family. Let's go. At Majal's Products, we care for a better you with our handmade natural ingredients to give you healthier skin, body, and stronger hair. Like our face, foot, hair, and body care products. To order yours today, please visit our website at www.majalsproducts.com or on Facebook at Majal's Products. Get yours today and get your faster results without breaking the bank. You're listening to the Samus Voice Radio Network with your boy Samus Voice. Walk with us, family. Let's go. The following program will change the way you think. 
and lead you to a relationship with Jesus Christ. Listener's discretion is advised. It is now time to get your spiritual fix and uplifting word with yours truly, the psalmist voice. Uh, this is the hottest Christian radio show on the planet. Are you ready, are you ready to walk? To walk? Let's go. What's good, family? This your boy, the psalmist voice, a.k.a. Pastor Christopher Newton. And you're listening to the psalmist voice radio network. Walk with us, family. Let's go. Not go on. 
Well, this week, we're good. We're locked and loaded. We're ready to get it in, get it popping. So let's get it. Let's go. So, family, before I get into the meat and potatoes of the show, do y'all hear something? I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Wait, 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 wait. I thought Texas was not going to have a thunder and lightning storm in the area. Wait a minute. Well, I know why. Well, it's not technically a thunder and lightning storm here in the CCX, but there is thunder and lightning on this line. Ladies and gentlemen, Brother Don and Pastor Gene Homer, what's good? What's good, Radio Family? Yes, this is Brother Don again with you on the Psalmist Reloaded. We uh, get it in and just continue to stay in that vein of ministering the Word of God. And I'm just excited to be here and be a part of it. Amen? Amen. And we are honored and graced with the mother of TPV Radio Network. She's more than that to us, but I'm just saying we kind of honorarily put her as the mother, just saying she don't want to be looked at as much. She said, I'm just as young as you folks, and I keep you in check. And that's what I love about Pastor Jean (laughs) Homer. What's good? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. All of that and more. I'm excited to be here today. Amen. Well, it's glad to have you back with us because I know you always add that extra spice that we need. No disrespect intended to the gentlemen of TPV, but it's something special when Pastor Jean is with us. She adds that extra flair to it. But I also got to introduce to y'all another pastor that's on the team He is your brother, your cousin, your nephew. He's also the host of Real Talk with Pastor Byron Sago. Here we go. Pastor Byron is in the building. What's good? What's good? What's going on, everybody? Hey, it's another day. Hey, glad to be here, ready to get it in. And, hey, Pastor Gene, hadn't heard from you in like five years. I don't know where you've been, but, hey, we glad to, we, we, we glad to have you back. So. Amen, amen. I knew you all had my back. I knew you had my back. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Well, of course, you know, let's get this out the way because I'm ready to get this word in. So, of course, y'all know we're in a heat wave here in the CTX. It's hot, hot, hot. So what does that mean? Well, it means you got to drink a lot of water, a lot of fluids. Stay cool as much as possible because it is currently, yeah, 94 degrees, partly cloudy. It feels like 96. The, uh, uh, the UV is just off the chain right now. So family, please stay hydrated. Stay cool because it's no joke. Make sure you protect your pets and all that stuff because this heat's not playing. And we will continue to stay hot for the remainder of this weekend up to Monday. Then the temperatures start to drop by Saturday, and then it goes right back up to the 90s, 100 degrees. Just saying. Of course, Pastor Sego and I, we're in a CTX. So, of course, we got Brother Don and Pastor Gene. So, Brother Don, how is it in your neck of the woods? Well, family, we got a break from the heat. It's only 84 degrees. 
So <laughs> I know that may not sound like a break to most of you, but it is a break. It has been hot, 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 hot. So right now we're currently at 84 degrees with a real feel of 93, but we've been having a lot of overcast today, some uh, scattered uh, thunderstorms here and there. So if you're down this way on the Gulf Coast, you know, I can't tell you what to prepare for. Just be prepared. Um, as always, we're in that part down here where, um, and I think it's all across the nation, family. I want to reiterate, stay hydrated. If you have to go outside, cut the grass, do whatever you do, make sure you stay hydrated because it's, it's been hot this summer. Amen? Amen. Pastor Gene, how is it in your come through this morning, but uh, wow. right now we're at 69 degrees, feeling pretty good out there. What? What, what did she say, y'all? She said 69 degrees. No, 69 I said 7, I said 7, yeah. seven, seven, nine, seven, nine. Whoa, 79 <laughs> degrees. Okay, I was about yes. to say, uh, Pastor Jean, <laughs> that is not nice weather. Just saying, that's cold. Well, of course, over here that's cold. Just saying. But anyway, yeah. either or, <laughs> you and you and brother Don got us beat. Just saying. So anyway, we, me and uh, Pastor say go over here in our AC, and we and we still pumping sweat. Just saying. That's just how high. <laughs> I, know, right? I know, right? I know. Man, and I, <laughs> and, I, and and they not, they don't even want to give us a discount on our light bill. Just saying. But anyway, <laughs> that's a whole nother story. Anyway, of course, y'all, y'all know we don't do the politics stuff. We don't talk about Trump. We don't talk about all this nonsense because y'all know what's going on. But it is our mandate as leaders to pray for our nation. And if you'd like them or don't like them, you still got to pray for President Trump. Just saying. And I'm going to leave it at that. But if you want all of your juicy secrets and, and reality show news, you can always go to the affiliates, Fox News and the rest of them, and you can get caught up on all your drama. Just saying. But anyway, that that's it for my political hit. So anyway, anyway I'm excited. I got to give a shout out, of course, to TPZ First Lady here. Uh, Shanice Newton, God bless you, baby, for doing what you do for TPV Radio Network. Also, TPV Enterprises, TPV Ministries. We have a lot going on, and we praise God for it. Uh, also, got to praise God for my kiddos, CJ, Tajanique, Jalen, Tyreek, Ian, and Tajane. Daddy loves you all to pieces. And I can't, of course, forget, I can't forget about my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, my Lord my king, my ace boom coon, my road dog, my ace, because he has been that for me. Just saying. I don't know what you call him, but that's who he is to me. But I praise God for what Jesus has done for my life in the last four years and beyond. I'm excited about what he's about to do in this season. So I am locked, loaded, and ready to get it in. Also, I got to give a big up to uh, KAHG. Uh, and Radio KBRG, The Bridge in Cali. What's good? Bishop Willie Horn and the Brew Crew. And, 
Also, Minister Linus Howard, God bless both of you. Thank you so much for the support. I also got to give a shout out to Kevin Va- Kevin Vaughn, Dr. Kevin Vaughn, excuse me, of the Men Let's Talk Network. God bless you, sir. Thank you for inviting me into your helm and getting me started as well. And family, it was posted all day today that your boy, the Samus Voice, was supposed to get an interview. Well, it was rescheduled. It's all right. It was rescheduled, and I was on the line, ready to go, and she had someone else before myself, and then the interview went long, and then that was it. So it's all good. We're going to reschedule it next Sunday. It's going to be on Facebook Live so everybody and their cousins can see my big old dome and and all that jazz and me cutting up. Anyway, I'm just kidding. But anyway, I I want to praise God for uh, inspirational uh, Sundays uh, with the word petition. Yeah, the word petition. Y'all got to check her out on Sundays uh, on uh, 102.5 FM in Houston, Texas. She's on there every Sunday for an hour, and she spits the word, like, for real. Like, if you're into spoken word, this is how she spits it like that. But she's actually reading the word of God, but she's just spitting it like she's saying, you just got to listen. Anyway, please catch us next Sunday. It'll be on Facebook Live. Of course, it'll be Watch Party and all that jazz. Look to TPV Radio on Facebook for more details. Also coming up next, after TPV Reloaded, we have Cell Life with with, uh, Michael Savalios. So definitely lock this in. His ministry has changed the, the whole dynamic of what's going on, because issues that are involving incarcerated individuals, people that have come out, um, there's a whole nother story on a on a whole nother level when it comes to experiencing men and women of God that go into prisons. And it's a lot. So y'all got to check it out. 430 right here on TPV Radio. We're live right now. TPV Radio Network.com. Also, we're live on blocktalkradio.com forward slash TPV radio. You will also catch all of our rebroadcast on our 24-7 station at the Psalmist Voice Radio Network on Live 365. Just download the app on all your mobile devices, and you are in there. You can bypass the subscription by hitting the X button on the top left-hand side of the screen. You don't have to pay for it. You can bypass it and listen to TPV Radio Network 24-7 absolutely free. Just saying. We're also on Apple iTunes, all that stuff. We're everywhere. Google Podcasts, we're everywhere. So family, we praise God for and what he's about to do in this season. So I'm done with all my drops and hooks and all that stuff. So Brother Don, you have the floor, then Pastor Say Go, then Pastor uh, Gene, and then we're going to get it in. Let's get it. Let's go. Go ahead, Brother Don. You have the floor. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes, indeed. I have got to give a shout out to my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, because he makes all of this possible. He took me where I thought I was nothing and cleaned me up. And here I am today. So I've got to give him a shout-out. I want to give a shout-out to my wife. Uh, keep her in your prayers, family. She's traveling today. So i got to give her a shout-out for being the woman that she is and just kind of keeping me grounded and rooted and 
just really there for me. I want to give a shout-out to my children. They are a blessing to me, and I thank God for each and every one of them. And, of course, i got to give a shout-out to TPV Ministries and just embracing me and just loving on me and, uh, you know, brought me into the family, and it's just been a real, real awesome time that, that you know, I've been here with TPV. And i got to give a shout-out to KBRG The Bridge. Bishop Willie Horn and them guys out there in the group crew, getting it in every day, laboring for the Lord. I got to give a shout-out to them guys. And also you, family. I want to give a shout-out to you for supporting us, for being there, and just being the, 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 the blessing that you are to us. Amen? Amen. Pastor Gene or Pastor Sego, you have the floor. Go, go, go ahead, Pastor Gene. I will, I will allow you to go uh, go first. Go ahead. All right. You know, I just like to praise my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. I'm I'm just so grateful for what He's doing in my life on a personal level, and then collectively in the body of Christ. I just want to praise and thank Him today for the precious blood of Jesus Christ. I thank Him for the protection, the the, the cloak of protection that he has upon those that he loves, those that are seeking his faith, as well as the ones that he's created in his image. I just thank him today that in this day and hour that he is still still on the throne. Not only is he on the throne, but he's allowing those that turn to him to know that he's all powerful and he's not moved and will not be removed no matter what we deal with or what we go through. I just thank him today for my family. I thank him for the restoration that's taking place within my siblings right now. I thank him for the the uh, the church that's about to arise in power and authority. I just honor him today for who he is. I thank him for my fellow servants and fellow ministers on this on the uh, within this ministry. And I just remain excited about what God is doing in the midst of it all. Amen. 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 All right, Pastor Sago, you have the floor. All right. Well, hey, I appreciate everybody. Hey, I want to, of course, always thank God first and foremost. Um, hey, I want to thank my wife. I want to send shouts out to my wife, my children, uh, family. Uh, all the uh, the the the, uh, the the members of uh, Light Hope Fellowship Ministries that may be listening. Um, hey, TPV Radio Network, praise God for you guys for everything you're doing. Uh, Pastor Tris, uh, Pastor Don, Pastor Gene, um, I just thank everybody. I thank God for everybody, and I just pray blessings over everybody's ministry. And uh, I'm just excited about what God has for us in store uh, to do new. In God's keeping, because uh, there's a there's a shaking up. There's there's something that's new going on. So, uh, and we have to be ready and, and ready to adjust fire uh, when it comes to uh, what God is doing um, at this particular time. So, Amen. Amen. Well, family, as you can hear the anticipation in our voice, we're ready to get it in. So we've done all the particulars, we've done all that jazz, so it's ready. 
we're ready to get this party started. But family, of course, we were talking about last week where we started to get into the new topic of the month, which is another controversial topic that no one wants to talk another about. Another one. So, yeah, it's another one. So we're going to break down and give you breakthrough with our new hot topic, the spiritual war of depression. Yes, the spiritual war of depression. We got breakthrough. We got Brother Don in the building. We got Pastor Sego in the building. We got Pastor Jane in the building. And, of course, we got you, Radio Family, in the building so y'all know what time it is. But I just got to know one thing. Are you ready? No, I said, are you ready? CPV Radio Family. Are you ready to walk? Well, I'm ready to walk. Brother Don, Pastor Gene, Pastor Sego, are you ready to walk? Let's get it. Yes, sir. Let's get this going. Ready. All right. Uh-oh. Well, Pastor Gene's tired of waiting, so we're going to get this thing <laughs> Get this party. No, no, I'm kidding. We're going to get this party started, y'all. So, of course, we start the atmosphere. We set it right. We got some great indie artists coming up for you. We got Marcus Jordan, I Can. We got Izzy with Amen. And, of course, we got Come Together from various artists from different labels and all that jazz. So, keep it locked. Keep it loaded right here on the Sama's Voice. Reloaded. And when we come back. We have another one. Yeah, another controversial topic, the spiritual war of depression. We got breakthrough. So keep it locked right here on the Psalmist Voice Reloaded. We'll be right back. This is God's Journey Child, Fed Old Chestnut, and you're listening to the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Walk with me, family. Let's go. My 
what comes my way. We got stuff I can do all things. He didn't promise me that he would be, but he promised never to leave me. He's right here by my side, and the Lord, he's a very great guy. Anything I want and need, he will supply it for me.
wicked ways, I will forgive their sin and heal their land. For their young sister in South Africa, for their young brother in Nigeria, for my brothers and sisters in New York City, God is still in the healing business. Let's come together. It is, it, is, it is now time to get your spiritual fix and uplifting word with yours truly, the psalmist voice. Uh, this is the hottest Christian radio show on the planet. Are you ready, Are you ready to walk? walk? Let's, Let's go. go! And now, for the thousands in attendance, please welcome and the millions watching around the world. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's get ready to rumble! transmitting live right here on the Summer's Voice Radio Network on dot com or blogtalkradio.com forward slash TPV Radio. You can call in 515-605-9873. This is the TPV Icebreaker for today's hot topic, the spiritual war of depression. We got breakthrough. And so the icebreaker goes a little something like this. Satan is an opportunist. He views those times of mourning as an invitation to rob you of your strength and keep you in continual place of depression. Any loss, there is hope with God. For every loss again, there is a path of freedom. There are three things we need to understand, family. The enemy is not your spouse or the loved ones reaching out to you. The devil and his cohorts are the villains stealing your joy. At this time, to aim at the right enemy. So take that time to aim at the right one. Not your family, not your spouse, but it's the devil himself when you are under spiritual attack. Yes, there were, there was a time for, there are times for you to mourn, but that time had a beginning and an end. It is time to recognize that you are past that season of mourning, financial hardship, loss of anything, even loss of your own salvation. Uh-oh. It is time to break free of the enemy's stronghold. Keyword, stronghold. God understands the pain associated with all loss that brought that is brought on depression in your life. He wants to help you use it for your good. His grace will help you make that step back to trusting people again, and finding the help you need in His Holy Spirit. And that was the TPV icebreaker for today's hot topic, the spiritual war of 
Depression. The Summer's Voice. We got Brother Don in the building, Pastor Gene, and Pastor Sego in the building. And we're going to talk about this thing because last week we were going in, and this week we're going to definitely go in because I got a lot of backup from last last Saturday. So I'm going to try to get it all in so everybody can get their share because I know everybody has something that they want to say in regards to this. Now, with all the series that you've been hearing thus far here on TPB Radio, we all have a constant. We are trying to not only elevate our own personal lives, but we're also trying to elevate your own life. And I'm not talking about financial. The spirit of depression, the spirit of complacency, the spirit of not allowing repentance to come into your life. Uh-oh, yeah, I said it. So again, we're going to get in trouble, but we stay in trouble. So, yep, three people just dropped off. It's okay. But anyway, we're, we are definitely going to tackle this issue because it's a big stigma Brother Don, Pastor Gene, and Pastor Sego, there's a big stig- stigma in our ch- church culture. I'm not going to p- pick certain churches. I'm going to say as a whole, as a body, no one wants to talk about the D word, depression. No one wants to talk about it. Oh, it's a mental thing. Well, there are some cases where some people do have chemically imbalanced things going on in their head. That is medically proven. We get it. But did you ever think for one moment that there's a spiritual side to depression? I went on to go on record last week that I was going through my own personal depression because of what happened to me, my accident, uh, having the PTSD stuff, not sleeping, uh, all this stuff, all, all these different medications. And then when I was able to get off of all the meds and actually have to face my feelings and emotions for the first time in three years, it hit me like a can of bricks. I'm still teaching, still going ham and cheese, but it seems like there was this thick cloud, like it was, it felt suffocating, like somebody was just keeping me on the ground. And it was, it was to the point where I was doing so much kicking to try to get off the ground that I was losing ground and losing energy. So what did I have to do? Well, of course, the one thing that I do know, I always call upon my brothers and sisters for advice. That's one thing we ought to do and not be ashamed of our testimony. See, we get it twisted. We always want to go ahead and, oh, I'm going to tell my brother and my sister my circumstance but then you become rumor mill in your in your church community. Well, listen, those people are just that, rumor mill. When you are able to talk with brothers and sisters that hear you and respond to you and still challenge you to get closer to Jesus Christ in spite of how you feel, those are the individuals you need to keep in your back pocket. Why? Because they're telling you the truth, and what? The truth will set you what? Free. So if they're not telling you the truth of the matter, not only from a natural standpoint, but a spiritual standpoint, how are we going to break any chains? I'm just saying. I'll wait for the answer, but I'll keep going. So, of course, 
in in the number of recent in, in recent years, the number of people who suffer from depression have rapidly increased, especially in the church. Yeah, it, it, it's here. The church is. Taking another number one We got divorce on lock Now we got depression on lock What's really going on Are we in a state of emergency Ladies and gentlemen In the spirit Uh oh I'll wait See I'm starting trouble again But think about it Are we truly in a state of emergency And you know the common definition of the state of emergency But I'm talking about spiritually Because depression Complacency all those things are keeping us uh, – they're keeping us out. So, of course, we know the rise of it, society problems, country in turmoil, all this nonsense going on right now, and the number of people falling into depression are believers. Are you kidding me? So – I've been doing some more research, and of course, medically, of course, it, it could be a brain uh, dysfunction and the, the nervous systems and all that stuff, which I definitely agree with. But I, I'm looking at it from a spiritual perspective. It is merely a temporal solution when you put drugs in the mix. Yeah, I said it because that's the. Yeah, that's the first thing that doctors and psychologists, they're going to throw you a whole bunch of antidepressants. They're going to mask the pain. But they only last for a four-hour time frame, and the higher doses you have, of course, you get an extra hour, two hours, or three hours. But my point is this. What is the spiritual cause of depression? And we got in heavy of it last week, but... I'm going to hold my explanation, but I definitely want to hear what Pastor Jean has to say because I know she's going to have an answer to this one. So, Pastor Jean, what is the spiritual cause of depression? What is the real root cause? Your thoughts. Well, uh, Pastor, I'm going to word. Uh, I apologize if I'm repetitive because I was not able to be on last week. But uh, so if I'm repetitive, just bear with me. But in Genesis chapter four, we see the first situation that um, that God brought to our attention as far as uh, uh, depression and why why this person was depressed. Amen. And I'm I'm reading from the Amplified, and I'm starting in chapter four, verse one. It says, Adam uh, made love to his wife Eve, and she became pregnant and gave birth to Cain. She said, with the help of the Lord, I have bought forth a man. Later, she gave birth to his brother Abel. Now, Abel kept flocks, and Cain worked the soil. In the course of time, Cain bought some of the fruits of the soil, as an offering to the Lord. And Abel also bought an offering at portions from some of the firstborn of his flock. The Lord looked with favor upon Abel and his offering, but on Cain and his offering, he did not look with favor. So Cain was very angry 
and his face was downcast. Then the Lord said to Cain, why are you angry? Why is your face downcast? In other words, that's a synonym for depressed or dejected. Amen. If you do what is right, will you not be accepted? But if you do not do what is right, sin is crouching at your door. It desires to have you, but you must master it. Amen? Amen. So this is the first example that God showed us of, of, of the, the depression, depression or feeling dejected or feeling downhearted or feeling downcast. Because if you look up the word depression, you're going to find all of those D words there. They're all there. So whichever one you want to choose, uh, it, it means the same thing. But the key, brothers, is that it was because of his sin. It was because of what was in his heart. The thing that he offered God was not from a heart that loved the Lord and respected the Lord. He did not give God God his best. And, and, be, and knowing he didn't give him his best, and because God was not deceived by what he presented to him, he became depressed, dejected, wow. amen, downhearted. And, 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 and rather than receive the correction that came from the Lord, it caused his heart to be heartened. It caused mm. the anger within him turned into hatred. And we know the rest of the story. He invited his brother out. And when he got him out and got him away by himself, what did he do? He took his life. Amen? But God brought the correction to it. He said mm -hmm. that the enemy of your soul is ever crouching, but you must master him because his desire is to have you. And when, when the devil have you, what does he do? He kills, steals, and destroys. Amen? So Amen. that's the first example in the Bible, men of God. That's where wow. depression went in, and Cain did not deal with it. Amen? Amen? So it turned from depression to anger to what? Murder. See, I told you, Pastor G is going to throw the, the, the lighter fluid in the fire. See, this is what I'm talking about, man. Uh, the, the root cause stems from the very beginning. And when you understand and when you're experiencing prolonged periods of depression, let's just say longer than three months. See, these are the symptoms that start to play, take its course inside of you, especially if you're one that had, to, ha had anger issues in the past. God changed your heart, and he was able to to soften it to the point where you don't go flip tone upside down on somebody and now you're getting experiencing this long cloud this heaviness this long suffering everything in your life always seems to fall apart it's always something wrong why can i never get ahead all this stuff that we say right now 
the holy the 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 evil spirit that is influencing you yes i said it because it it ends it stirs something in you that's what the devil does the the evil spirit which is the minions that he sends is a spiritual being that has an aggressive intention to interfere in your life and will attack your what mind and body when your guard is weak I'm gonna I'm gonna continue with this, but I wanted to add that cosign to what Pastor Gene just just said. So, Brother Don, you have the floor, and then Pastor Sego, you're next up. Go ahead, sir. Amen, amen. Man, I don't know where to come in on that one. That was so on point, you know, because as my sister was ministering, you know, how many times did we get caught? trying to put a square peg in a round hole from a spiritual aspect and get upset and depressed because it's not working in our lives. And I think a lot of it has to do with where we've been in that vein of, like you said earlier in the program, Psalmist, of complacency. There are areas in our lives that which we will not address and won't even allow God to address in our lives that keeps us in that position where the enemy can stand before the Father and accuse us of these things and bring on that point where we get depressed. And, you know, we do live, and if, and, and if you're, that's your outlook, and you look at the world that we live in, this world is dying slowly. You know, you don't, it doesn't take you long. Just turn on the news or open a news feed somewhere or go social media. You'll see that the condition and the heart of this world is slowly dying. So that just adds fuel to where you might be at in your life with this thing called depression and I'm glad you called it out for what it is it is a spirit it is a spirit you know a lot of people want to use different terminologies to use it but in the end of the day it is a spirit and it must and will and can be conquered and by doing that we have to get in the word of God you know because even in my life um, right now where I'm at there are so many things so many heavy pressures that, that would look to try to get me to that place. You know, Satan want to lay, lay those lies, those traps of lies down that I start biting at them. You know, like a fish biting on a hook. You know, he's waiting for me to bite on him that I can get into that state. But the thing that I found out more than anything that helps lift that spirit of depression off your life, if you go to the book of Psalms and you look at David, if you look at David, David also often had about the depression where he couldn't understand or he didn't know where he was at or just, you know, just life itself was wearing him down. But David always got in a place of praise. And I think that that is a way that we can offer our first fruits, our good first fruits unto the Lord to help lift that spirit off us is praise. You know, first thing in the morning, you know, we, we say, uh, thank you, Lord, my feet hit the ground, but have you offered a sacrifice of praise that morning? No matter what you went to bed, what it looked like, but when you get up in the morning, was there a praise on your lips just for him being God alone? Not lifting you up, not setting your feet on ground, but just for him being God. Was there praise in your heart for him at that moment? And I think that is one of the areas, if we're going to attack it from a spiritual standpoint, is we've got to develop and know the praise that are in our, that's in our heart we're willing to offer at any time 
any time. And, you know, and, and, and it's like the old saying, the old folks used to say, misery loves company. So, you know, you have to you have to really check and watch who you're around, you know, who, who you're sharing with. Because sometimes other depressed people hang with other depressed people. Now you got a whole depressed community. Now you got a depressed community inside. A state is now getting depressed. So that spirit can hover regionally, too. I want to put that out there. And if we are to be the beacon of life in this dark world, then praise is the key. Praise is the key. Amen. 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 Pastor Sego, you have the floor. Oh man. Uh a hey, uh what uh Pastor Gene said was, was, was absolutely uh spot on. Uh especially when she talked about um uh the the, the heart condition. Uh that wasn't pleasing that wasn't pleasing to God. Um, you know, the heart condition wasn't there. Uh the um the, uh, the the effort was probably there, you know, but the heart the the, the heart wasn't right. So um, I, I like I like to she she was right on with that. And uh, also, kind of like what uh, Pastor Don said, you know, we talked about David. Uh, there were there were many occasions where uh, David was in a depressed state, um, you know, when, uh, when when God was when God was getting ready to take his uh, t- take the child. Um, David was in a depressed state. You know, David wouldn't eat. David wouldn't drink. David wouldn't do anything, and people were trying to pump him and prime. Say, "Hey, King, you got you got to get up and you got to get up and do something. You know, you you, you got to get up." And he was in such a depressed state that um, he wouldn't um, he he wouldn't do that. He he wouldn't. Um, and uh, he, he he prayed to God and he asked God to 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 spare that spare that baby's life. But uh, God already had it in God's mind that. God was gonna take that child's life, and uh, this child didn't live. But after that, um, kind of like what Pastor Don said, you know, David, David got up, David cleaned himself up, David washed his face, David changed his clothes, David took a bath, David put his clothes on, David went and ate something. Um, so even during his his depression, his, his his focus was still on God, even in his depressed state. And though uh, it wasn't. In God's will to spare that baby, uh, David understood that because of his relationship that he had with God, and uh, David did the right things after that. David didn't continue to lay in that depressed state. David got up and said, okay, all right, I got it. David got up out of his depressed state, but he, he kept on pushing. Um, but if, if we go back to the root cause of, uh, of, of what depression is, um, you know, it it, 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 there's something that's that's causing a person to, uh, to react and to, to, to react or to respond in ways that they shouldn't, that shouldn't do it. You know, there, there, there's something that's going on in, in, in the heart. There's something that's soaking up that person's soaking up in that person that 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 person's spirit is causing them to, uh, to, to, to be that way. Um, so you know, uh, I, I've I've been there. You know, uh, did 24 years in the army, uh, multiple tours to Afghanistan, insomnia, can't sleep, still suffering from PTSD. So, um, but what I do is I still look to God to to, to push me past those things. I still look to God to push me through those things, even in the in, in the state that 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 I have. Sometimes I still ask God to push me past those things, and even in my in my states of PTSD or whatever the case might be, you know, God still uses me how God wants to use me. Um, so I think uh, we we have to you know 
we have to really, really seek God and, 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 and find God even in our depressed states, whatever they might be, because we all have dealt with them. We all going to deal with them if we haven't dealt with them at all, or we're going to deal with them or know somebody that's dealing with them. So we even got to seek God even in those, 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 those dark places, those dark times in our life of depression. So. You're absolutely right, and I was one of those uh, guys. And of course, you know, yeah, I live in a military town, but I didn't, I didn't truly understand what PTSD was until it hit me. Now, I wasn't, I wasn't deployed. I didn't go, you know, go off and to wars and stuff like that. But I had a traumatic episode happen in my life, and I didn't think it was real all that time. Until my first episode, and I started tripping out. Like, I'm like, what is going on? Like, am I okay? You know, like, I'm looking at myself in the mirror. I get up, and I'm just straight, like, tripping because I'm, I'm thinking I'm getting hit because it, 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 that's how it flashes. I keep thinking I'm getting hit by the truck, and it repeats over and over. So I just wake up, and I get – and then any light, any truck, I'm in the car, my wife – drives most of the time because sometimes I'll have a flash in the middle of me driving and that's not safe. So see, this is the stuff that the devil does. Now, what I've learned how to deal with it was the fact that admit to it first. That was one. And then two, I said, God, you're the only one that's going to be able to take all of this stuff. Because I asked God, I'm sick of being high every day. I'm sick of taking six, seven different medications every day just to function. I'm tired of it. I said, is there a way that you can help me through this? And in, and in that, it took a process, and then it, days, uh, I started, it started becoming days that I haven't taken it. Then it became weeks, and then now I'm totally done. I didn't have any side effects. I didn't start tripping, none of that stuff. It, I just didn't have the desire at all. My body was strengthened. Do I have my moments? Absolutely. I'm going to have my moments for the rest of my life. But the difference is I'm more sharper. I, I know exactly what's going on. I can pick up things in the spirit where I couldn't pick up before because I had that fog over me with all the medication I, they said I had to take. I didn't have to take anything, but I was being obedient. And I said, you know what? One day I had enough. I said, I want to be more sensitive to your spirit. So, God, I need to stop this. What can I do? So that's exactly what God did. He slowly detoxed me. And that's what drove all that other stuff away. Now, when you're getting to a place when you have reoccurring depression and you're being blessed, you're, you, you know, things are working out in your life. All this stuff is positive in your life. There's nothing, not a one thing you can think of for, to allow this to happen. And it recurs again. It becomes like a dark, heavy cloud. So, of course, you pray, you fast, you make resolutions and all this stuff. You know how we like to do uh, in some of our churches. We like to make New Year's resolutions and slogans. But you only find it getting worse. Now, that's because this cloud of depression is not mental. It's a spiritual thing. 
And of course the other word for it Is called the spirit of what? Heaviness Uh oh We're going somewhere So Isaiah 61 and 3 To appoint them unto, To appoint unto them That mourn in Zion To give unto them Beauty for ashes The oil of joy for mourning The garment of praise For the spirit of heaviness There's your answer There's your antidote There's your anti-serum Right there The, the garment of praise is the anti-venom for the spirit of heaviness or depression. They that they might be called trees of righteousness and planning of the Lord that he might be glorified. Isaiah 61 and 3. The it is an evil spirit family that grabs a hold of us and he knows every weakness. He knows how and when to attack, recognizing and identifying what the enemy is throwing at you is a tremendous first step, but then it must be fought. Co-signing on what Brother Don said, co-signing on what Pastor Saigo said, and starting with the baton was Pastor Gene. We have to understand We have to identify the problem That's the first step And then we must Then we must fight The good fight We can't just give up Or feel some kind of way And be suffocated in the dark cloud Knowing it's an attack from the enemy It shall come to pass That whosoever Shall call on the name Of Bishop Oh No Uh Whosoever shall call on the name of Pastor Sego. No, no. Here's the remedy. Whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be delivered. Joel chapter 2, verse 32. Meditate on these two scriptures, family, because that's what helped me. Just saying. And one above, pray right after you read them. Pray about it. Ask God and, and, and ask the Lord in the name of Jesus, according to the word in Isaiah 61 and 3 in Joel chapter 2, verse 32, I'm asking you to deliver me from the spirit of heaviness in your son's name. Guess what? He will listen. Guess what? You don't have to keep on praying the same prayer over and over and over again. You have to walk by faith in what you said and asking God to deliver you from the spirit of heaviness, a.k.a. depression. The pressure will lift, but it is one thing to be delivered, family, and it's another thing to stay delivered. So this is what we're going to talk about. So I'm going to stop right there because I want Pastor Gene to intervene on this. So when we are going through this thing called the spirit of heaviness, and when we start finding it to be repetitive, why do we continue to harbor on it? 
even though in the two verses that were just read, I continue to allow the pressure not to lift. And I I continue to not be truly delivered. And I continue to stay in my thing. What is it, Pastor Gene, that's not computing? I thought, be ye transformed by the renewing of your what? Mind or mind will be the fix. But we've reprogrammed our minds to think about other stuff instead of making sure things like the spirit of heaviness is being taken care of. That's why we are in the state of emergency in the spirit of God because we are so programmed to do other things, have all this blessing highly favored. I'm living my blessed life now. All this stuff, now we're getting into a phase or or, or season now where pastors are blowing their brains out, shutting down churches. The great falling away is now even greater because we have people literally walking away from the faith because the times are tough because they can't preach another health and wellness and naming it and claim it message because they don't have anything else because that was their money tree. So now it's gone. So now I'm depressed. So now let me take my life. Let me take my first lady's life and do all this craziness because we don't know how to work this spirit of heaviness out of our lives. So Pastor Gene, what's the problem? Why can't we as men of God, women of God, stand up? What is our issue? You have the floor. Amen. You know, brother, we are spiritual beings, but we're but we're clothed in the flesh. So yeah. we constantly have those two things going on. And it depends which whichever one we yield to is the one that we that we manifest. Amen. If we're yielding to the emotions of the flesh, then we go along with the things that come that uh that are part of the flesh. The fear, amen, the doubt, the dep- all of those things are part of the flesh. So if we yield to those things, and, and they're, we're very familiar to those uh, um, because before we came to Christ, that's how we live. Mm-hmm. Amen? <laughs> we mm-hmm. live by the dictate of the flesh. But now, those of us that have joined the kingdom of God, we have the ability to not only learn that, that there is a better way, but because we are now children of the kingdom, we have access to the better way. Amen? But we Amen. have to choose that. Uh, we, we say things that sound good, like the renewing of our mind. Our minds have mm. to be renewed. But do we even comprehend what that means, Thomas? Uh-oh. Amen? I mean, for years I said, uh, my, you know, people will say you got to renew your mind. I had no clue what they were talking about. Amen. Mm-hmm. I, I, I would try to master the thoughts of my mind, but I found within me there was not the ability to do so. I tried to control my throb, my thought process, but I found that, that it followed me wherever I went. 
So we have to understand first who we are, who we are and where we really are. We have to be truthful about that. If I say I am a child of God, do I am, am I uh, walking in his character and in his nature? Am I being transformed? Am I acting different? Different? Am I speaking different? Amen. Are my attitudes changing? There has to be something about me that that I can say is synonymous of Christ. Amen. Because Amen. if not, then am I truly a, a son of God? If I'm not taking on his character, is it true that I'm a son of God? Amen. Mm. Now, the word of Amen. God tells us in, in uh, John 8 and 12, it says, Then spoke Jesus again to them, saying, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of light. Amen. James 1 and, and uh, 5 says, And the light shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. And, and God goes on and he gives us scriptures to let us know the way that we, that we defeat anything that this world brings on us, anything that the, uh, uh, the, the uh, prince of this world or Satan tries to throw at us, any of his fiery dots are to what? Stay vitally connected in the bond. We must stay connected to him. He is now our life source. Amen. In other words, mm-hmm. his blood is supposed to flow through us because the scripture says that we are now we're dead to the things of this world. Amen. And our life mm-hmm. is in him. But if we continue to straddle the fence, if we continue oh. to put our hand to the plow and look back, then depression is our portion people of God. Amen. Listen, we're, the one thing that we found out is it, it, the revelation that God gave us is that we are now in a war. Whether people know it or not, we're at war. Amen. But listen, this is the first time that we are in a war that our soldiers cannot defend us of. Wow. Think about that for a second. We're at war, there are casualties, there are deaths, but our soldiers, the soldiers of the United States of America are helpless to defend the people of this country. Now, what type of war is it? How is the enemy attacking us? Is he not attacking us with, a, in addition to uh, afflicting us, is he, has he not attacked us with the spirit of fear and now a spirit of depression? Are these not part of the weaponry that the enemy is using to attack not just the people of the world, but the people of God? Have we not discerned that? Have we not even seen that? Yeah. These are weapons that the enemy, you're saying that they are demonic? Yes. Their weapons that the enemy, you, we, you know, we say that stuff, but look, we have a visual aid of it, brothers. We're not saying something that can't be proven. Those are the things that they are attacking us with right 
now as we speak. Spirit of heaviness is manifesting as what? Fear and depression and despair. Amen? Are we not seeing this? No. You know, it's one we're thing not. to say it, but now we, 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 we're living this. Mm-hmm. And what is the remedy? If our army cannot defend us, then what is the remedy? To whom do we run? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. And that's God the is question. the only one with the remedy. God is the only one with the remedy. God is the only one with the remedy. God is the only one, the only one, the only one with the remedy. And I I don't know if I answered that, but I mean, we need, you know, we're saying these things and the people are listening, but look, let's give them a visual aid. Are we not there? Are we not are, what with what we're experiencing is it not an act of war mm-hmm. it is I'm the only one seeing this I'm sorry I'm the only one no. mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I've been now I said I've been saying something a couple of months back Pastor G I know exactly where you're trying to go because I've been feeling that thing I'm like you know why, why? Why do I have this spiritual urge to go back to basics? Now, basic training. And you said something so pivotal yesterday in regards to going back to basic training. We don't have time for that. And you're Amen. absolutely right. Amen. Wherever you are, God will meet you. Let me Amen. say that one more time. Wherever you are. God will meet you. Once he meets you, then he will quicken you to be where you need to be to go into battle. That's what the spirit of quickening does. All you have to do is obey. We, we've gotten so spoiled, Pastor Gene, Brother Don, Pastor Sego. We've got so spoiled to the fact that we know God's going to bless us. We know God's going to do this and do that. But the problem is, is our mind. We have not changed our mind one bit. Let me explain what I'm talking about. The devil reaches the minds of us on a daily basis. We call it mind games. We talk about the battlefield of the mind. We preached about that. We had prolific preachers preach about that. That's the first thing he attacks. The more we trust our mind, the more Satan is able to use it against us. Look around. We want to be so smart, uh, pastors, Brother Don. We want to be so educated in the spirit. We want to have all the degrees. We want to have all the doctrines. We want to have all the master's degrees. We want to have all the churches in 20 locations. We want to have all this stuff. But that's the first thing Satan attacks, and we don't even see it. He went covert up on us with this whole situation, and we so caught up 
and wanting to name and claim stuff that now we are under a state of emergency and now the church is crippled because we don't know how to access the power of the Holy Ghost. And our mind was the first thing to go. Think about it. Pastor Gene brought it out. Think about it. Did we ever think that we would be attacked in the way we are attacked? She's absolutely right. No, because we're used to winning the wars with our Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines, Space Force, all this stuff now. No disrespect to anyone that served, but this is the point I'm trying to make. We are in a spiritual war. This thing is spiritual. And this is what I, I, I now I understand exactly why God kept telling me we need to go back to basics. We need to go back to basics. I was saying it like like it was a, re- a repeater every time we have a show. I kept saying the same thing, and Pastor Gene confirmed it. That's exactly why we need to go back to basics. Don't worry if you can't speak in tongues in five different dimensions. Who cares? This is the stuff that we taught. You take yourself and you ask God, I want to walk by faith. I'm tired of the the cliches. I'm tired of walking in my flesh. I'm tired of sounding blessed and highly favored. I'm tired of, of pleasing folk and pleasing the 700 Club and the pastor's clicks. I'm tired of it. I want to give people weapons of our warfare that are not of our flesh, but of the spirit. And that's why we've been attacked in this ministry. That's why all of us on this panel have been attacked in some way, shape, or form, because the devil doesn't want the remedy to get out. Bottom line is, family, we got to detox from all this religious nonsense. Build a relationship with God. Stop allowing our flesh to rule and reign and allow our spirits to lead us. Oh, you sounding all, that sounds so easy. You're not looking around. Trust me, we are on lockdown right now. Our governor is about to shut the state of Texas down, period. So now what? We have no choice. But to go to God And God's been faithful And I know I know, Pastor Singol can probably Co-sign with this one But I believe that God's been more faithful He's been blessing us way more In this pandemic Than he did before, Pastor Maybe I'm wrong But I believe no, you're right. You're right. You know, I think God has been Changing the whole game To the point where we got so used To using our intellect Now we have to totally trust God, and we have to start destroying speculations. We have to start raising up a a standard of excellence and not just in a cliche type of form. We got to start repenting. We got to start being uh, comfortable where we're at. We got to be challenged in the spirit. We got to grow up. We got to take all these chains that we put on ourselves and allow people to put on ourselves and start walking in the spirit of God the way God gave gave us the spirit in the first place. We're walking like weak, weak chunks, and we're supposed to be walking in power. Now, I'm not saying go out and break the law. 
That's not what I'm saying. What I am saying is we got all this talk. You want to bash the little guy and try to put put a, a, a permanent stamp on what God is using in little ministries, but I, I, I beg to differ. Let me tell you something. There's no such thing as big ministries no more. There's no such thing as the mega church no more, because guess what? Everyone's on the same playing field. So if you got one person in your congregation or you got 10,000 in your congregation, millions of people still have to watch your stream. So who knows? So you cannot go by that anymore. The building of the church is almost obsolete. We have to totally change the game because, honestly, we are the church. We walk and breathe and get up every single day. Our body is the church, not the building. And so many people relied on the building. Now we're sitting here depressed and we're feeling some kind of way. Oh, God turned his back. Oh, God sent the wrath. No. Let me tell you something. Y'all need to read your word because Pastor Gene, Pastor Stego, Mr. Don, let, let, correct me if I'm wrong. If God truly sent his wrath on us, all of us would be affected, including the children of God. If God sent his wrath on us, may, I could be wrong. But I'm just saying, God has given us too many shots. I'm one of them. I got the T-shirt and the hat, too that I got comfortable in where I was. And now God is challenging me to destroy the yokes that have been holding me captive for 20 years. Because, yeah, you know how to eloquently speak the word, Chris, but you got to go through this heaviness. You got to go through this period of change. You got to detox yourself from the poison that was riddling you for years, and you have to be set free by my spirit, not bishop's spirit, not pastor's spirit, not your church spirit, but my spirit. I'm sorry, y'all. I got I'm jacked up in the spirit right now, and I'm going ham and cheese because I'm tired of people not respecting the power of the Holy Ghost. We have too much power, and we're sitting scared. And all we have to do is give up ourselves. But we still don't want to do it in spite of everything that's going on. We're losing people left and right. They're dying. We're losing family members. We're losing cousins. We're losing people that we love. We're losing them with this thing. But we still want to be stubborn. We're acting just like the just like the Israelites. Why did it take them 40 years? It could have took them two weeks. Because they want to do their own thing. They wanted to do, they were still bound in the, they were still bound in their spiritual heaviness of being captors and being slaves. And they were free and they didn't know what to do with it. So they were crazy. And then the Ten Commandments, and then you know the story. I don't even have to go there. We need to read 2 Corinthians 10, 3 through 5 every single time. We have weapons. We have weapons. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal. They're not of this flesh, but they are mighty through God 
in the pulling down of strongholds. We are destroying every speculation and every lofty thing raised up against the knowledge of God, and we are taking every thought into captivity to the obedience of Jesus Christ. Second Corinthians yeah. 10, 3 and 5. Isaiah 61 and 3, and Joel chapter 2, verse 32. Man, I'm done. Pastor Gene, Brother Don, Pastor Sergo, take the mic. I got to get some water. You have the floor. I think I got him going, man. What do you all think? I think I got Pastor Chris going. I think he did. Well, I I, I just want to... Caveat on exactly what uh what 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 uh what Pastor Gene said and you know um and, and and one of my things is another question you asked Pastor Chris was you know why people uh stand stuck where they are and let's be real some people just like attention let's mm. be real about it uh, wow some people some people just like attention. And uh, that's that, that's because uh, because because we're we're all we're, we're all God's people, we're all God's creation. But when we talk about when we want to focus on uh, the, the the ones that confess with their mouths that they are followers of Christ, that they're Christians, that a lot of Christians just 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 feed on attention. You know, if I walk around here with the prune face, or I walk around here with the upside down face. Somebody got to ask me something. I want somebody to ask me something. If somebody don't ask me how I'm doing, then now I'm 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 worse off than I was before. So mm-hmm. some people feed off attention. So mm-hmm. people can't people can't get out of that 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 state they're in because they just they just want attention all the time. They got to have attention all the time. I want somebody to ask me how I'm doing. I want somebody to call me. I want somebody to text me. I want somebody to be there for me because I can't be there for myself. I can't stand up for myself. So I think by being real about it, some folks just like attention. You know, it's just like a just like a baby. Just just like a very a newborn baby. You know, you got to get that newborn baby some attention. Because if you don't give that baby no attention, what they're going to do, they're going to cry. That's exactly what they're going to do. They're going to cry. They're going to cry. They're going to cry. May not be nothing wrong with them per se, but they're going to cry. They're going to cry until you go over there and you pick them up or you pet them or you cool them or you do something to them. And that will ease their their, their tears and their crying. Mm. So... Mm. um, I think a lot of times it's 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 needing attention. Now, kind of to uh, to 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 expound on what you said too, uh, Pastor Chris, uh, you 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 roll right into my message on Friday, where people what in the world. Are, <laughs> I keep because up, people, this is the second week in a row, Pastor. But go ahead. <laughs> because people aren't people aren't walking in the power of God because. Uh, uh, the 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 my, my message on on Friday is, is is coming from the book of Isaiah and um, it's it's coming from um, from Isaiah six six and eight where you know Isaiah had that vision and uh, the, the 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 seraphim uh, came and, and and touched his lips and cleansed his lips and once the seraphim cleansed his lips then he 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 was able to 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 do what God needed him for needed him to do but 
there's something that he had to do. Not only did he have to his 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 the sins had to be had to be burned away, but Isaiah had to stand up. Isaiah had to say, "Hey, here I am. I'll do it. You need somebody to go. Put me in the game, Coach. I got it." And he would have never stood out as one of the the, the 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 most powerful prophets in that region if he didn't stand up first. He had to stand up before he can stand out. So a lot of times the reason that 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 uh, that Christians aren't walking in the power and Christians are still stuck where they are and uh, Christians are still stuck in the same Hollywood Square standing in for years is because they don't want to stand up. Mm. Everybody wants the title, but everybody don't want to do what 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 has to be done in order to retain that title. Mm. They Mike don't want to go to the training. <laughs> right, right. Wow. Mike Tyson, Mike, 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 Mike Tyson had the title of heavyweight champ, but he couldn't just sit around and say I'm the heavyweight champ. No, he had to do what he he had the title of heavyweight champ. He had that title, but he had to do what he had to do to retain that title. He had to stand up and fight against others and fight against the, 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 the opposition before he can stand out and continue to be retained and continue to have the name as the heavyweight champion of the world. That's right. So as Christians, we got to know. Just like Isaiah, Isaiah is a is a is a perfect example of, of one of many examples that we can use of showing us that in order for God to use us for what God wants to do and all wants to do in our life and how God wants to use us, we gotta stand up. We want to stand out, but we don't want to stand up. We we, we want to have the title of minister, but we don't want to go and we don't we we don't want to teach the kids because the kids are bad. Well, that's what kids are. Kids are bad. That's what they do. Mm-hmm. But you right. want but you want to have that you want to have that title, but you don't want to do what it had what what you have to do. You don't want to stand up and do the things that need to be done, but you want to stand out. You want somebody to recognize you. So um, I know this. I know it's kind of off topic, but I just had to say that you, 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 you must have been tapped in my computer or something and saw my notes from uh for uh, for for Friday or something. So. <laughs> no, no, I I I don't know. Like I said, I don't know, man. You know, God's just been moving, and you know, like I said, I, I know the spirit of God is 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 in the is in the house. You know, speaking on TPV, speaking of light of hope. Speaking of men of purpose, speaking of um, you know, just just as a collective, you know, God is doing something, and we have to understand that we're we're going through what we're going through in our individual experiences because God wants us to be the reigning, defending champions. That's what He wants us to be. We gave up. We relinquished the title years ago. Why? We relinquished it because we got comfortable. We let somebody come in. Oh, I, I beat everybody I can beat, so let me relinquish the title, and then we can have a tournament to see who's going to be the next champion. And then when I see the next champion who wins the tournament, then I might decide to come in and retrain again and do this and do that. Why? Because... You can't be you can't be the best at what you do if you don't put in the work. And you're exactly right. That's why we can't get over the spirit of heaviness. That that's why we can't 
we we're, we're complacent in where we are because we feel that we studied enough, we read enough, we meditated enough, we did exactly the due diligence of what the mandated and the doctrinal teachings required, but we didn't do what God required. Uh oh. I already started something else, and I'm going to be quiet because I'm going to let Brother Don speak because he's been quiet, and I know he's over there about to bust the chains wide open. So I'm going to be quiet, and I'm going to hit my final point when we get close to the end of the show. So, Brother Don, you have the floor. Hey, man, man, let me tell you, y'all are tuned up and hitting on all cylinders today. I've just been sitting back, soaking it up, and enjoying what God is bringing forth here. But what's in my spirit right now when you put on the table? What are people still stuck, basically? And I know my sister had said something. I think even you saw this about the renewing of your mind. Well, let me tell you this. Your mind will never be able to be renewed if you put your feelings and emotions over your spiritual health. Uh It's impossible. It is impossible. The Apostle Paul tells us in Romans 7, he dealt with this. He said, there's a warring in my members. It's the law of the spirit and the law of the flesh. There's a warring in our members, people of God, continually. But if we put our emotions and our comfort level above our spiritual health, we'll miss God 100% of the time. We'll stay stuck. And now we become vulnerable to that thing that is crouching at our door, which is sin. See, even now, you know, I was thinking about this earlier. I had to go to the grocery store, and I overheard someone mention, I just want things to be normal again. Well, you know, me, how I am, y'all, y'all know me. I start, start meditating and think, well, how normal was it before all of this? Yeah. How normal, how good was it before all of this? You know, this is something that we have to meditate on the individual level of where we are at right now. Is our comfort and our feelings and emotions put above our spiritual well-being right now as I'm speaking. If not, then guess what? Guess guess who's knocking at the door? That big old thing called depression. He's knocking mm. because he knows that as long as you put your comfort and your emotions over your spiritual condition, now you and him can chat. Now he can start lying to you. Now he can mm. start getting you to believe who you're not. And, you know, my sister had posed a question, and I've been saying it uh, about a week ago. She, she asked a question, who are you? Who are you? And I think I mentioned it yesterday. I couldn't answer it right away because so many, and, and I know why I couldn't answer it now, because I wanted my question to be based on my emotions and my feelings. But who are you in the spirit? And I think that's the question I want to leave the audience today is who are you? You can come out of whatever it is, depression, addiction, whatever it is, you can come out of that. But let me tell you, your emotions and your comfort level have nothing to do with it. 
Men and women of God, why do you think that the doctrine of the itching ear is so satisfying to people? Because it pampers, like like Pastor Sego said, it pampers their emotions and their comfort level. But when you tell the truth, the one that's uncomfortable, the ones that challenge your emotions and how you feel, then that's not mainstream. That that's rejected. You know, they almost want to call it heresy. Mm-hmm. Because it isn't tying into what they want to hear. And the only way that we're going to be able to renew our mind is to have to put our emotions and our comfort level on the back seat and say, Lord, have your way with me and yield to that. And I'm in a season of that now. And and I'm telling you, there's some junk that's been stripped off of me these last few weeks that, hey, prior to that, I thought I, I was good. Last year this time, man, I'm great. I'm on TPV Ministries, man. I'm doing good. I done made the big time. But there was still some stuff that I had to deal with based on my comfort level and my emotions. Was I putting it in front of God? And I had to, he had to check me on it. He had to check me on it. And the Holy Spirit came in and said, hey, it's time to clean house. So, radio family, it is a time and a chance to be challenged to renew your mind. But in this time, you're going to have to understand and realize it may not always feel the best. It may not always seem the best. But God is in control. And that's the main thing that we have to understand is God is sovereign and he's always in control. No matter what it looks like on the other side of that door, God is in control. Amen? Amen. Amen. Well, I'm going to just stop and put the cork in it. I'm going to have everybody say their final thoughts because we only got a few minutes left. So we're going to go with Pastor Gene. Then we're going to go with Pastor Say Go, Brother Don, and then we're going to wrap this thing up for part two next week because I believe that something is going to happen uh, with after this series is over. Something's going to happen not only in our personal lives, but in the lives of our listening audience because of all of the word that's coming forth in this season, especially in the last month to two months. We're going to have some type of breakthrough somewhere, even internationally. Something's going to happen because I said something. I got to say this real quick and I'll let you have the mic up, Pastor Gene. I said something to um, uh, Sister Grace the other day. And I told her, don't be discouraged on the listeners here in the States because of the fact that, honestly, we're being heard internationally. And the word internationally, they're getting it. What God has been telling all of us, and we're trying to pour into the people here in the States, the international listeners are getting it. Because our website goes off, like all in the middle of the night, my wife tripping, but I'm like, no, the website's going. It, 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 people from all over the world go to the website and they're listening. This is what I said. I said, we are spoiled as Americans. We are spoiled as believers because we got too caught up in our air condition and our $5.5 million facilities that we forgot 
that we're warriors of this thing. And the people of God that are international, they go hard in the paint for Christ. We got two cushy, we got cushy jobs here in the U.S. We don't go hard. We don't lose our lives for Christ like they do internationally. They go hard. So they're getting it. This is why the you they don't want to look at you on your Facebook lives. They don't want to listen to your programs here in the U.S. because we're we're being too hard. We're church bashing. No, we're not. We're speaking from the word of God. But I said I wasn't going to preach. So go ahead, Pastor Gene. I'm going to put a cork in that one. You have the floor. And you know what, Pastor? That might be why we're dealing with so much depression. Mm-hmm. Because we've had it too cushy. And yep. we're in a place of, of, of complacency. And the moment you know that you have that false sense of security and you don't realize that danger is up on you. Amen. But, Amen. you know, I recall first went, uh, when I was in Bible school and we did a study about depression. And this always remained with me because it was such a revelation. And the minister said that at that time, 90% of the people, he said, if you were to go to a mental ward where people have been admitted because of depression, 90% of those people, if you interviewed them, you would find out that the depression is there because they have worried too much about themselves or spent too much time trying to figure out how to get what they wanted and they couldn't get it. Ninety percent of the people were there because they spent too much time thinking about themselves, trying to figure out how to do what they wanted to do when they wanted to do it. That is why they were depressed. And when he said that, that just really registered to me because I never thought of it that way. I had no idea what caused people to be depressed. But you know what? If that's true, then depression is not the portion of a child of God. Amen? Amen. And, and, and if that's true, I mean, we need to spend some time checking to see what are we, what are, what are we thinking on? What are mm. we thinking about? Are we worried mm. about our church, our ministry, our people? Amen? Then, yes, you're opening yourself up for a demonic attack of depression. If you're worried about how you look and if your if your program was received more listeners than Pastor Chris's program or, 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 you know, all of those things are selfish. They're of the flesh. And if you walk that way, then, yes, there's a place, there's a breach that the enemy can enter in and bring in a spirit of heaviness. Amen? So let's let's take a look. Let's just take a look at ourselves. Do we spend of our time thinking about ourselves? Thinking about ourselves, what we want, what we didn't do, what we should have did, what we wish we had have done, why they spoke to me this way, why did they speak to me that way and didn't speak to him? He called Donnie's name twice, but only my name. Those are thoughts about myself. Amen. And if Amen. I spend my day reflecting on me, 
then yes, the enemy can attack me with depression. Mm. Man, see, we can go to OT, but see, we got we got things to do today. But anyway, <laughs> go go ahead, go ahead, uh, uh, Pastor Sego, your co- your closing thought. All right, I'm just gonna make it quick. So I think I, I re- really fast, though, kind of like uh, what what Pastor Gene said. I think a lot of times our depression can come from uh, our, 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 our 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 impression, which means what we're trying to do. We're trying to we're trying to impress everybody. We're trying to impress uh, those people who really don't like you. So because we can't impress them, it will put us in a state of depression because we can't impress them. We can't we, we, we can't we, we can't get them on our side. We can't be uh wanted to we're trying to impress them to be a part of the, 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 the clique. And when we don't impress them so we can be a part of the clique, then we fall into a state of depression because we can't impress them. So uh when we Get out of ourselves and stop trying to impress everybody. I think we can pull ourselves away from being feeling feel feeling a, a state of, uh, of 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 depression, which is centered and rooted down uh, on the on the inside. So that's all I got. I'm out. All right, brother Don, your closing thoughts. Amen. Be ye not conformed, but transformed by renewing of your mind. You know, God is shifting the atmosphere now to draw people in. And don't miss it because you want to get caught up with the stubborn, stuck mind that is unwilling to change and receive the newness that God is pouring out into the earth today. There's a shifting in the atmosphere, people, and God is drawing in. So I encourage you. It's a clarion call. I encourage you to catch on. And get with it. Amen. 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 Well, family, I'm going to keep it short and sweet, too, because I need to calm down. But I'm going to say this. God's deliverance can set you free. But it is our responsibility to fight for our continued deliverance daily. Take control of your thoughts, bring them under control or subjection and in line with the word of God, develop and renew and restore your relationship, not religion, and experience the glorious freedom and joy that our Father has for us. We understand that this spirit of depression or spirit of heaviness is real. The word of God is real. We had Jesus Christ to walk on this earth. He is a living embodiment. He is real. If we just tap into the relational vein of why we served him, we wouldn't have all these issues. He is behind each promise. He promised us that that he will help us read his word. Study his word. Meditate on him. Hope will change you. Just five minutes will be a lifetime of freedom. But we just have to have a relationship with God. Every effort 
counts. Just like Pastor Zago said, you can't be a champion if you don't put in the work. And I'm not talking about all of your degrees on your wall work. I'm talking about having a relationship with God work. Big difference. And if your life isn't being changed, family, I don't care if you're a bishop or an apostle. God is uprooting some stuff that's been dormant inside of us, some stuff that's been suffocating the, the, the true potential of the Holy Ghost inside of us. God is taking that stuff out. And if you're not going through a change in this season right now in the spiritual realm, then I don't know what to tell you. I think you need to hit the reset button, throw all of your doctrines in the garbage, and go and find a Mount Sinai in your place and, 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 and just isolate yourself there. Put yourself in quarantine and make sure that you and Jesus Christ get closer together. It's a relational thing, family. I realized that years ago that all the work that I did, all the singing I did, all the Bible studies I went to, all the Bible studies I preached, the small groups, all the work, I still wasn't as close to God as I am now. And I'm going to keep it real because I was doing so much work that I was not truly connected. So when things happen, I fall to pieces because I'm thinking, oh, God left me, or, oh, this is God's fault. Oh, I must be going through a Job experience, and all the time I was causing it. But I was so blinded by the works that I thought I was doing a good thing, or like we like to say, Pastor Gene and uh, Pastor Sigo and Minister Don, I was doing a new thing in Christ Jesus our Lord. I was doing a new thing, walking a new walk, a new talk. You know how we do. <laughs> and at the end of the day, talk. yeah. You know, and, and, and at the end of the day, we're at home, we crying because our favorite football team just lost. And they, and that's even being taken away from y'all ch- church folk. Come on. No more football. They canceled the season. No more baseball. Canceled the season. God is trying to get our attention. Do you really want to hear the call from God? Don't take my word for it. Don't take... Brother Don's word for it. Don't take Pastor Gene's or Pastor Sego's word for it. Take the Lord's word for it. He's trying to get your attention, period. So he's taking everything we enjoy, so we are being forced to bow down and worship. And it shouldn't even take all that. But we are stubborn and fickle. I'm just man. I I need to, I need to shut this down. So anywho, anywho, we got next week, and we've already almost went through this whole. Yeah, we almost went through the whole thing. We still got a lot more to give you because I don't want to hold nothing back, family. So definitely keep it locked. Thomas Voice. This week we got a lot going on this week. So look at the website www.tpvradio.com. You can also visit us right here on blogtalkradio.com forward slash TPV radio. That simple. Or you can go and like us on Facebook, like us at TPV radio on Facebook. We got a lot of shows this week. We're 
We're going to get it in for the kingdom. We got more dynamic word. We got more of the spirit of God that's going to reign through and break the chains of your life. So you are more than you think and greater than you heard. And when you see the psalmist's voice, when you see Pastor Sego, when you see Pastor Gene and Brother Don in the building at the mall on the radio, Facebook Live, doing it for the kingdom of God, walk with us, family. Let's go. We'll see you next week for part two of the spiritual war of depression. We got breakthrough. We love you, family. And I'm done. God bless you. TPV Radio, Central Texas. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.